I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. What I love about Walker Hayes is his laid-back nature. He's a family man and being a country megastar while also having seven kids. You know he likes to keep his style cool and casual. This new collection is perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear, affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. With AT&T in-car Wi-Fi, elevate your adventure by transforming your vehicle into a reliable Wi-Fi hotspot. Connect up to 10 devices up to 50 feet away from your vehicle, making it ideal for camping and road trips. Don't miss out on the fun. Embark on your next adventure today. Visit att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi to check if you're eligible for a free trial. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Jordan and Jake. Powered by Ortho Carolina. Your personalized orthopedic care begins with the click of a mouse. Schedule your next appointment online at orthocarolina.com. Ortho Carolina. Your care, your way. This week on Jordan and Jake. You know, Jordan, you remember playing in these weeks. I mean, it's, God, it's, it's, it's what it's about. So I'm in the bathroom well, recording right now. And you know what? I just hope I don't get the urge to have to go or else it might just be too convenient to kill two birds with one stone. Here are your Panther Hall of Honor members, Jordan Gross and Jake DeLome. Jake DeLome, good to talk to you as always, my friend. How you doing? I'm doing great, Jordan. How are you? I'm good. I'm in a new location recording this podcast. Um, I'm going to give you. I'm going to give you. Fantastic. Well, I'm going to give you one guess as to the location, then we'll work backwards as to how I got here. Okay. All right. It's a small room with multiple um, water inlets coming into this room and uh, outlets that usually carry non-potable sources of water. Okay. There's also, a, it's done, it's used for hygiene maintenance primarily. Where am I? Bathroom. Bathroom. I am in a bathroom. I'm sitting on a toilet, not using it, but I'm sitting on a toilet and I have a step up box like you'd use in a weight room for my desk. How are we feeling about the, the level of professionalism I'm bringing to the podcast today? Listen, it's about getting it done. Don't explain. Don't complain. <laughs> find a solution. And you channeled, you, you, you channeled your inner uh, Dan Henning, and you didn't yes. complain. You didn't explain, and you found your solution. Normally, thank you for saying that. Normally, I record upstairs above our barn. There's a little office guest deal. It's like some, you know, and we have a guest. So then I got kicked out oh, to yes. my little exercise room, and then Matt, because he, our our producer, because he you know, it's quality first. He said I was too echoey, which I agree with. So then where'd I have to go, Jake? The bathroom. So 
So I'm in the bathroom well, recording right now. And you know what? I just hope I don't get the urge to have to go or else it might just be too convenient to kill two birds with one stone. I get it. I get it. Now, <laughs> you would ne never in a million years guess where I'm at. I usually do it from the comforts of my vehicle because I'm always at the track when we do it. Um, right. But I am not in it today, but I am at the barn and I am in something called a Eurosizer, which is a walking machine. It's yes, it's a mechanical walking machine that you put horses in their slots. Um, so there are eight slots that you can put them in and it, it walks them. So they don't have to be hooked to like a walking wheel. So I'm standing like a in there. Uh, uh, yes, uh, somewhat, but I mean, you have a, a walker that you walk horses on. Well, this is one and I'm standing in the Eurosizer kind of away from everybody. So we can have <laughs> great quality sound. What stall number are you in? So I can really visualize what, you said there's no, there, there's no, there's no stall numbers. Everything's the same. Oh. Um, yeah. So that's the, uh, that's where I'm at. That's, that's the All quality right. that you're hearing from my end. It, it is way better than usually your, your truck car phone or whatever you're, you're, you're hitting me up with. So nicely done. Um, Panthers got a new GM, Jake. We probably should get right to it. Scott Fitterer. We already talked off air. Neither one of us knows him personally. He's a Seahawks guy. Initial reactions when you read this news, Jake. Well, listen, Seahawks have been good for a long time. And I think Scott has been there for many years. I want to say it's like the early 2000s. Um, and he's from the state of Washington. So uh, it was lucky for him. So now he gets to move all the way uh, cross country to beautiful Charlotte. And listen, you can't argue with the success the Seahawks have had in the 2000s and, in the t and, and through the 2010s and then uh, starting off uh, the 20 uh, season. So listen, I don't think this was a, a quick hire, meaning we settled on someone. Because we interviewed a ton of people. Yeah, and 15, I think. Yeah, so I wonder if that's a record for interviews for a general manager for an NFL position. I don't know if they're, they keep stats of that, if the Elias Sports Bureau keeps stats of that. But 15 is a great amount. And they came down to four finalists. And Scott Fitterer is the one. And 47 years old, he's a year older than me. Uh, baseball player, football player, and he actually, I didn't know this till I read the bio, that he actually transferred down to LSU. And I think it was to play baseball because he was a football player, might have had some injuries. And so he spent a little time, maybe like a, a couple of years down in uh, Baton Rouge, my neck of the woods, so to speak. So uh, well-versed, uh, tried to do some digging to find out some things uh, from people that I know at certain places that might have, you know, in Seattle and stuff like that. And I've heard some great things. So I'm excited about it. And, um, is it, and, and we'll see you, where we go. Did you hire, did you hire like a private investigator to do the deal? No. Or is this more just no. like, Hey, Whenever, hey, I got this podcast. No. I'm going to be doing from a horse treadmill. No. All right. I need no, some dirt I, on was, this guy. Oh, I like that. No <laughs> pun intended. The dirt. Um, so, right. I uh, I contacted someone that used to be in Seattle for many years, someone who I respect, and I said, hey, this guy, uh, the reports yesterday was that it was going to be his job. I said, what do you know? And he said, really good guy, really good guy, and, you know, had some good things to say about him as an evaluator. 
Um, and then another buddy of mine who played at LSU at that time, I called him and I said, do you know a Scott Fitterer? And he goes, oh, that's my boy. I said I hadn't talked to him in a few years. You know, he said he's been in Seattle forever. He said, but it's an awesome guy. And I told him that. And he was like, man, that's awesome. So that's all I got. So the, the two reviews have been one was somebody in the football world with him who thought he was a very solid evaluator uh, and a really good person. Uh, not afraid to listen and absorb information. And the other guy just knew him as an individual and said he was just a great person. So, hey, that's two positives. I like it. Two positives. Yeah, it would have been rough, Jake, on this podcast today if your feedback would have been, he's a real jerk. Yeah. Right? Because you wouldn't have had a lot of places to go with that. Well, but then the next question would have been, okay, he might be a jerk, but is he a great talent evaluator? Um, There you go. What's more important, right? We have to evaluate talent and get the right, right mix of guys what i did like i read that he and trent you know that was in yep. um, with carolina for a number of years as well they were both assistant general managers split role and there was one article i read that said that the culture there was very everything was blended amongst them so like they were able to work well together with john schneider the general manager and and teamwork was the name of the game and i know that had to have hit home with uh, Dave Tepper and Matt Rule because that's what he wants, you know, he is in Dave Tepper wants the entire organization to be. So, no, I'm excited about it, man. I think um, it's just good to have the pieces in place. And now the Panthers are going to be coaching the senior bowl, Jake. you I know you read that as well. So he's got to be fired up. Fitter's got to be fired up to roll down there now as the GM and get to watch and be around the senior bowl and see all those guys, a big advantage. I mean, got to feel like it's a big advantage for our team going into this offseason. Yeah, I uh, I love the Senior Bowl um, assignment for our coaching staff. I think that's great. I mean, because you can truly – you can challenge the guys. How much you challenge them with knowledge and, and things like that, uh, how much do they retain and um, really kind of, you know, just be, be in that setting with them. And I'm so excited that they're actually going to have the Senior Bowl. Um, but I think that's great. And back to the whole Fitterer deal, one thing you have to like, Pete Carroll was very big on it was always competition and they wanted to bring in just competition guy and just compete. And that's very Matt Rulish. Just the little bit uh, you know, I've talked to Rule a couple of times, but watching how this team has played this year, um, and just listening to him talk, it's about creating competition and the best man's gonna play. It doesn't matter where your draft pick was. And I, I like that. So I think maybe you know, who knows if that was one of the deciding factors, but that was the Seattle way. They brought in a ton of competition and it was it was all about competing. And so I think that's kind of cool. But the fact of the senior bowl, Jordan, um, I know you didn't have to go because you were, you know, so special and you knew you were exactly to pick. Right. Of course. And I would have given anything to go to the senior bowl. But anyway, that's uh, neither here nor there. But right. how great is it to be able to go and coach these guys that you're going to be able to have? I know it's one, only one week, but still, you're in your meetings. You can teach them your, some of your system, see how they retain it, uh, see who kind of does okay in practice or well in practice or okay in a game or well in the game, and you can kind of go from there. Um, you mentioned earlier that Fitter is one year older than you. Yes. This week, I was sitting at home hanging out. And I got a text, our group text with me, you, and Matt, our producer. And Matt said, happy birthday, Jake. And Correct. he said, thank you. And my first thought was, how in the hell does he know it's Jake's birthday? Is it, I mean, like, does he have a reminder on his 
calendar on his phone and he said uh i got it from the internet and then i only was that conversation or one other but someone liked that comment so i'd like to veer off topic here and discuss with you the whole liking of texts okay okay so i feel like that when someone likes something like so we have a lot going on in our text chain hey are we all set for 10 15 tomorrow and then we could like that correct does that mean that's you're agreeing to that text or do you have to then follow up and i feel like people should then follow up and confirm yes that's what we're doing a like is slowly becoming a blurry confirmation that i feel like lets people off the hook your thoughts well i just think it's the depth the relationship depth of the people in the conversation i mean okay. if it's a if it's a like and you're close to people like you know me you and matt we're so close we're best friends you know we're constantly on snapchat and instagram together that right we would yes we would like it and we know what that means like hey this is when we're doing it this week we like it boom done you know it's just that's that's all the communication we need because we just we think so much alike yeah but what if you but then if i was late as i've been numerous times for a podcast and i liked it but then you could say hey i thought we were on 10 3 I never agreed to that. Well, but you liked but, the text. But that just yeah. means I liked that you were suggesting a time to start. No, yeah, that wouldn't hold not, up in court, Jake. Uh, Jordan, our relationship is further along than this. You okay. Know, um, so yeah, we're announcing now, Matt, I hope you hear this, that if you like something, it's agreeing to it for sure. It's as good as a handshake. I thought that was the whole time, but now I'll be extra careful. Well, I just feel like we've gone into this as a society where no one's really cleared the rules that a like, I mean, officially means, yes, that's happening no matter what. Is that what we're saying? I think that's what we're saying. Okay. I think, I think that's what we're saying. Now, but what about a love, Matt? Because you can also love a text. I don't think I've loved anything in the group. If I love something. But what something, would that mean? That would, would mean just, like, that's like, an like emotion. if Jake. Like if Jake sent a picture of a new dog, I might I might double tap and do the heart because I, I love dogs and I love that Jake got a dog. But that, that would be reserved for a moment like that. So you only love something that evokes like an emotion from you, but you like it to confirm that it's happening. A like is just like it, it's better than sending. OK, it's more it's less effort. OK, got it. <laughs> I just OK, now we're dialed in. We, we need to have that conversation back to football. Jake, last week. Oh, I'm so glad we had this conversation. Okay. <laughs> last week, you picked the playoff games. I'm yes, pumped I did. for the games this weekend, by the way. You picked the Bills. They won. You picked the Bucks. They won. Seahawks. You're two and one. You picked the Ravens. Yep. Saints. Yep. Steelers. Two and or four and two, Jake. Not bad if you're a, a betting man. We got Rams, Packers, Ravens, Bills, Browns, Chiefs, Bucks, Saints. I'm okay. Hold on, pretty, hold on, hold on. Yeah, I think yeah. I said if Waff, if the Wofford kid starts for the Rams, that's who I like. And if golf starts, then I wanted Seattle. I thought I kind of you can't uh, do that. I'm not Why liking not? that comment. I'm not putting like on I'm that. Loving I'm, I'm loving it. I'm loving it. Well, yeah, but love's heart. an emotion. Love doesn't – there's no factual confirmation. You can't go into a bet and be like, hey, Vegas, here's a $20. But right before kickoff, I could take it away based on who's – no. I circled Jordan, Seattle, Jake. 
No, no, that's so wrong. We, we, we talked on Friday. Had it been Sunday morning and I knew <laughs> that Wofford was starting, then I was picking the Rams. Okay, so next time if we do this, anyway, I'm five and one. You got to send me a text on Saturday, on Sunday saying, I'm switching my bet to Rams. I'm going to like it. And then everything's crystal clear. Okay. Okay. Yeah, well, I'm, that, fi- I'm five and one. So all right. Ahead. You're Let's five and one. This week. You're five yeah. and one. I'm pumped for these games, man. It's super ideal, these matchups, in my opinion, just for like fanness of the games to watch. So I agree. I can Let's talk go. about well, it. I'm ready. Much, but, I'm, right, I'm ready. Rams, Rams, Packers. Uh, yeah, that's that's the easiest um, pick of the week. Okay, Packers. Now, what if what if Jared it doesn't Goff, matter? Who's doesn't starting? Matter. What if he doesn't. decides that you know what? No, you're just sticking with no. Packers. Okay, Packers. Good. Yes, Ravens, Bills. Oh gosh, there's some our friends. Our wrong. friends. Our friends are what listening. Our friends in uh, uh I, I've, I've, listening. I've, just say I, no. I've lost. I've lost sleep over this one. Um, You've lost sleep. Yeah, you know, because That's I just commitment. go back and forth. Baltimore's dangerous, but man, I just think Buffalo got over the hump last week. Um, I, I'm going with Buffalo. I'm just, I, I'm, I'm not back. You're going home. Buffalo. Okay, okay, got it. Nice job. I like that. Browns, Chiefs. I like Buffalo too. Browns, okay. Chiefs. Yeah, I'm, Browns, I'm all Chiefs. in on, the, all in on the Chiefs. Okay, all right. Let me write this down. All right. Uh, Bucks Saints. This one's gonna be awesome. I think. Awesome. I don't know that it'll be like the greatest game of the weekend, but I just it's awesome because of the QBs. Yeah, man. Uh, this one I've, t- I've tossed and turned. Um, I can't see. I've lost a lot of sleep. I've tossed and turned. Antonio Brown. The Antonio Brown. The way he's playing gives me some pause um, for the Saints winning. But I, I just think the Saints have a, a very, very deep roster. And I, I just I think the Saints are going to be the one uh, that are going to um, come out on top. All home teams, no no upsets. I like it. If you could only no. go to one game, what? Oh, if I could go to one game, hmm. yeah. If you could only go to yeah. one game, ooh, God, it would it would it would be cl- very very close. Um, it would be the okay. Saints, Bucks, or it would be Buffalo and uh, Baltimore. Yeah, I'd go to Baltimore. I'd go to Buffalo. Right, definitely. Um, yeah, all right. Close. Are you gonna? Do you sit down? Or will you be able to watch? Will you watch all four games start to finish in real time? Yeah, I'll try to. You know, I definitely, definitely will try to. I mean, man, this is you know, Jordan. You remember playing in these weeks? I mean, it's God. It's 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 what it's about. You know, I mean, just think about the emotions we had playing in those games, and then the emotion, you know, of the of winning, especially. This round, we won those on the road. It wasn't like we played those at home. The wild card round, we had the home game. But playing those on the road and winning in New York, winning in Chicago, winning in St. Louis, winning in Philly, I mean, those were just – I mean, you can't you can't get any better than that. I always felt like this week – being in the playoffs is awesome. I felt like this week still felt a long ways away from the Super Bowl. But if you win this game and you're in the ch- in the championship game, the NFC championship game is such an awesome game to be in because the Super Bowl is obviously the best. But it's om- I mean, it was it's so neat when you know I played in two with you, and then I was on the sidelines when the Panthers won uh, at home to go to the Super Bowl in fifty. Uh, it's it's just the so when once you win this game, 
it is such a special time, man. I, I don't know if you feel the same way, but like this is this is a big disappointment to lose in this round. Jordan, when we played in St. Louis, um, and it was January '04, so we win in double overtime. So after the game's over with, I re- remember going out to the buses, and my mom and dad, brother and uncle, and father-in-law, they drove up from Louisiana uh, to St. Louis, ten-hour drive. And I'm talking with them, and my agents. Uh, it was more the marketing people. Uh, they were out of Chicago, so they came to the game, and we were talking after, you know, and we were so elated. And I remember before we left the marketing agents it was rob lefko i'll never forget and rob said told my parents and my brother he said listen this week you'll get some media calls they're gonna somehow find your number at you guys house and whatnot you'll get some but next week if they win and we didn't know if we were going to be playing green bay or philly because that was the game on the sunday right he said if they win the following week and it's the super bowl your hometown will there'll be media that they'll it's going to amaze you. You're going to be shocked because they had just gone through it with Kurt Warner a few years prior, small town, all this kind of stuff. Well, sure enough, we beat Philly on the Sunday night. The Monday morning, my dad calls me and he said, there is 10 satellite trucks parked along the highway where we live in front of the house. <laughs> the, the Monday morning. And so they were right. So you just knew things were getting bigger, but we, we as players, you're so focused on, the internal part of it and what you have to do that you kind of forget the real world's going on to be quite honest no it's a it's a whirlwind i it, it brings back a lot of memories it's the playoff time this time of year and all that and i'll be i'll be so excited for if the bills win obviously we like all the coaches up there and brandon bean but for me that's the one i'm most excited about because what a cool deal for their city and their fan base after all these years you know what i mean obviously browns would be would be something as well but they've got a pretty big task ahead of them with the chiefs um, Jake, what did you think about uh, the Jets hire Robert Salaf to go up there and coach that organization? And were you a little surprised? I was a little surprised for him to go to that organization, and it's still an incredible job in a big market and all that. But they've had a heck of a time getting their act together as an organization for a number of years. Did that one? Did that one surprise you at all? Well, I thought it would have been more. It would have been heavily. I'm more weighted toward an offensive-minded coach because you have a big decision. Are you going with Sam Darnold? Because, I mean, you're picking are, – are you going to take one of these other young kids that are coming out? So I thought they might have leaned more toward that direction. But Sala, listen, I don't know him at all. Um, certainly he's got a ton of air time whenever the 49ers play, um, and he's been a candidate. And, um, you know, he obviously interviewed well, and that's a – that's a tough job, man. You, you know, the, uh, a market like New York, it's a, uh, it's a brutal market, and the Jets have struggled for many years, uh, especially recently. So uh, I was a little surprised. I thought it was going to lean a little more towards an offensive-minded coach. But, hell, maybe he uh, interviewed great, and they, they loved his, um, his plan for the future and what he's going to bring as a coordinator, and he might have given them some uh, blueprint of what he thinks uh, the best direction for the Jets. Well, he's definitely a guy that all the players respect a great deal. So for just some juice going into the building, I think it was an awesome job by the Jets. But we'll see if he can turn it okay. around. Okay. All right. So here is the big question of the week. Got it. Urban Urban Meyer. Yeah. Taking the Jacksonville job. So one, yep. he has a, he's going to have a quarterback. He has a ton of draft picks and a ton of dra- and a ton of capital. 
to re-sign guys or bring in quality guys. My question to you is, and I'm sure you know Urban from the Utah days. You didn't play for him, but you 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 knew knew him and whatnot. How will he do in the pros compared to um, college? Because we all know right. the whole Nick Saban experiment. It was a one and done, and you know Nick Saban. Um, him and Urban are definitely in the conversation for, you know, the top five or ten greatest college coaches ever. So how do you think uh, this will work out? Well, so first of all, it was a million years ago when I was around him at Utah. So I can't speak to his the way he does things, you know, at Ohio State or anything. But it seems like there's a there's a pattern to what's gone on here. So what my my senior year at Utah, our staff got fired. Ron McBride was the coach for 13 years. And Ron McBride was who's still the, the person I have a lot of contact with now means a lot to me. But he was an outstanding recruiter. Right. So at that point in time, Utah was in the Mountain West Conference. We were one of the teams in the Mountain West. You know, we were by no means the dominant football program, but we were, you know, we won a title twice when I was there, a uh, conference title. Um, Ron McBride high, or recruited me, Steve Smith, Make and Chris Kimaratu, all the Dysons, Pat, Kevin, Andre, uh, Mike Anderson, who went on to be rookie of the year running back for the Denver Broncos, Alex Smith. I mean, uh, just a, a massive amount of NFL talent to a, a program that doesn't normally do that. Right. So urban came in and he had a, a, an incredible roster that the previous coaching staff had given him. Alex Smith was his quarterback, you know, but urban came in and just had such a structure and organization to every aspect of his program. It really blew me away. And I just got to be around it for one spring as I was getting ready for the draft and he was coming in and also his, his ability, his focus on the student body and on the alumni and just creating the culture of the program was shocking. And in no time, Utah was undefeated, won the Fiesta Bowl, and our stadium was sold out, which was never happening when I was there. So he gets it, right, Jake? Like he's not just a football guy. He's a program guy. That's what I saw more so than anything when I was around him. And then – to go do that at Florida and then at Ohio state from there. I mean, it just, it's, it's happened everywhere he's went. Now he's had the, the health problems along the way. He had a, you know, he left Florida because his wife couldn't wake him one night and they found out he had like an esophagus condition or something. And then at Ohio state, he had a, a cyst in his brain or whatever that, that caused him to leave there for health reasons. So, Obviously, there's you know been a few things that have come up in the past where he, he puts a lot into his coaching position. So a place like Jacksonville, see, obviously his name is gold there. I mean, everybody at Florida that's a Florida fan has got to love him for him and Tebow and what they were able to do together there, right, Jake? And then his ability to come in and organize a program with structure, I think it's I think it's it's set up to work. Now, how he relates to an NFL grown man compared to a young man from college, that's really the thing that'll be left to be seen, but he's set up to win. The owner wants to win. They're getting the number one pick in a draft that's got franchise quarterbacks available. So I don't see why he can't do well. I'm excited to watch it. And it's, it's neat when a coach can come in that's sexy like this, like we did with Matt rule last year and, and watch and see how it, how it carries over Jake. Yeah, I agree, Jordan. I think, you know, listen, Jacksonville, they have some 
you know, rough year, no doubt. You win the first game and you lose 15 straight. Um, but eerily similar to the Carolina Panthers in 2001. Um, George Seifert was there. They won the first game of the season in Minnesota. Started out with Steve Smith returning a kick for a touchdown the first time he ever touched the football. And you lost 15 straight. And we played them. I think we beat them at the last play of the game, running a stretch play with Ricky Williams on the like the one yard line in Carolina. Just broke their hearts. Winky was the quarterback. They were in games. They weren't getting like truly blown out. Now they might have had one or two bad losses. Then Fox comes in, second overall pick. You get a game changer in Julius Peppers. Uh, you get the Chris Jenkins, and you have the young Dan Morgan, Will Witherspoon, uh, the young Steve Smith, and you know, can go on and on. And then the Foxy second year, getting you, adding a few more pieces. Uh, I was one, Stephen Davis, the Ricky Pro, so on. So, listen, I think this can be a quick turnaround. I think the big question is the NFL to college game. And I've heard Urban Meyer talk, and he truly believes that the single most important hire in college is the strength coach. And I agree with that. I truly agree with that because you are molding young 17 or 18 year olds you're changing their body you're changing the way they they uh getting get in shape and and how they do things well now you might have a 36 year old right guard you know or uh (laughs) now you're you're, so this guy's gonna work out a little different you know so how's he gonna manage that you know and and will they go extremely young and does he have an advantage from recruiting many of these guys when he still was the coach at ohio state and things like that, some background information that maybe some teams don't have, and he and he has that. So it's going to be exciting to watch and fun to see. All right. Well, it is going to be exciting to watch and fun to see. Same with the games this weekend, Jake. I hope uh, you go four zero and continue your streak of gambling and picking expertise. <laughs> so, hey, have a good weekend, man. Get out of your horse treadmill. I'll get out of the bathroom, and let's go ahead and enjoy our Fridays. All right. That sounds good, and uh, hopefully uh, Emilio Earhart is getting nicer to you and you don't have to make a trip to Ortho, Carolina to uh, or, something that em- Emilio might break. He would have to really destroy me for me to go to Ortho, Carolina, but if I did have an injury, that's where I'd go because this is the Jordan and Jake podcast, and Jake, we're powered by Ortho, Carolina. Okay, so Emilio, my rooster, can just – Shove it. All right. Our per- your personalized orthopedic care begins with the click of a mouse. Schedule your next appointment online at orthocarolina.com. OrthoCarolina, your care, your way. All right, Jake, be good. Have a great weekend. Jordan and Jake, powered by OrthoCarolina. Your personalized orthopedic care begins with the click of a mouse. Schedule your next appointment online at orthocarolina.com. OrthoCarolina. Your care, your way.